0: and you'll still get the first month free you'll also get free shipping on all orders 10 percent off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out rough trade events so don't hang around head to roughtrade.com club and sign up with the code club 101 pod that's club 101 pod and claim money off rough trades album of the month today this offer is for uk residents only I did for the longest time and I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing I don't even think it existed back then DistroKid All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. 101 part-time jobs, 101 part-time jobs, 101 part-time jobs, 101 part-time jobs. Hello, you're listening to 101 part-time jobs. It's the podcast where I get nosy and ask people about the jobs they've worked and how they've been able to survive, basically, doing something that is pretty hard. Having a life that represents a regular one while prioritizing your art and going on tour and making records the whole time. On today's episode, Willem Smith from Personal Trainer, whose new album Big Love Blanket, has a fantastic excitement of sounds. Listen to his records a bit like chewing bubblegum. Absolutely love it. If you don't know it, I recommend you put this on pause. This is the record and come back. Cheers for listening. Big up to 2000 Trees Festival, which is happening next July in Cheltenham. Loads of great bands. Frank Hart and the Rattlesnakes, Holding Absence, Bob Villain, 100 Reasons, who are back, Joyce Manor. Go to 2000 Uk for that. And if you use the voucher code 101POD, you can get 20 quid off your ticket. All right, here's Willem from Personal Trainer. If anyone knows how to get rid of this blooming cold, let me know.
1: Yeah. It was extra for
2: the start of this band, it was like the, the whole revolving lineup thing. And we used to like, uh, it would just be me with like a bunch of people um, live every time, like different people each time. Kind of ever since we uh, started putting out like um, more music, like uh, two or three years ago, um, I, we've kind of had kind of like a set group of people. Uh, And especially, um, Kilian who plays percussion in the band, uh, he's, he's been helping a lot with like the, kind of the managing side of things. Uh, it's definitely like, uh, the two of us that, uh, like do, do most of like the, the the boring stuff. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And,
0: um, it's the boring stuff that takes a lot of time, isn't it?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, like the last, uh, year or so, uh, I wish I would have had more time to like, um. Do the actual music part. And like, uh, almost like everything out of that, uh, of being like in a band has been pretty much my, like my job for the, <laughs> for the last year, uh, which is cool, but I would be super down to like spend more time on the, on the music side of things uh, in the right. next year.
0: How's that worked out in like reality, like day to day? Have you been able to find yourself a, a place where you can live and, and afford and, you know, not spend too much time worrying about that?
2: definitely i have this really nice situation uh, i've been living with my girlfriend and her parents for like five years that uh her parents uh bought like this huge house in amsterdam in this neighborhood that's now pretty like posh kind of uh but it, it wasn't like that when they bought it so they, they bought it for like no money at all and now they have this great situation where uh it's me and my girlfriend pip uh, like on the top floor uh that's where we live we have Pretty nice house, like compared to most most of my bandmates. Uh, and then there's like um, her brother and his girlfriend. Uh, she's called Lena. She's she also makes music. They both do together, and they have like the 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 second floor. And then there's the like the the bottom one is where where my girlfriend's parents live. So we have That's like this great. very nice like uh, musical household. <laughs>
0: Brilliant! And are the parents into the music?
2: Definitely, they actually started like this, like pretty much the main platform for uh, like alternative music back in the '90s. Uh, they don't do that anymore, but it's a, it's called Three for 12, and it's actually where our percussion player Kilian works. Uh, that's that's his like main job. He does it's like a
0: school. It's it's like an education place.
2: No, it's like a it's like a like a platform, kind of like um, it's like an online blog thing. They also do like uh, they broadcast a lot of like um music festival stuff on like TV and on the radio and stuff like that. It's, a, it's a bit like, um, like, uh, like the BBC, I guess, or like a part of BBC that would uh, be like, especially, yeah. So that's pretty cool.
0: I mean, that is one thing to, and I'm probably going to be not very articulate about this. And maybe I'm saying something that's obvious to you and, but not obvious to me and lots of people in the UK is that element where you have the accessibility to create a platform and to make art be an important thing in society in the Netherlands and in Germany and in other various european countries and I think the way that you see that in reality is that if you play a gig in, in London or anywhere in the uk you know you'll be you'll be met with not much encouragement i suppose a lot of the time Mm -hmm. is that different in the netherlands is is there an an encouragement there i
2: think i think it's uh there's there's a difference because um there's definitely a difference Uh, it's like um on one hand there's like more i guess money from like the government in place for like arts um I mean it's still nothing close to like uh just a reg- again having a regular job it's like um if I wouldn't be if I wouldn't be able to live here there would be no way I I'd, I'd be like this free and like making records and like doing all the stuff outside of actually making records um and like this this thing this 3 for 12 thing uh that's that's the other way around that like that's the the other difference is that uh 3 for 12 is probably like the coolest like platform for uh, all right music or something, but I do think there's like a lot more um, like um, time on the radio in the UK for, I guess, uh, alternative music than there is over here. So there's not, uh, there's not a lot going on like uh, when it comes to alternative music here compared to the UK, but there is a little more money in place. So that's that's basically.
0: Looking at you know over the last sort of five years and maybe even going back a bit further, you know, did, did you kind of have to, I mean, everyone fights for their art, you know, in their heart and in their head and in reality, you you know, in, in what ways have you had to fight for personal trainer fight to make records fight to make sure that you can tour?
2: Well, basically, uh, just kind of accept that there's no money coming in and there is money you're putting into it. Um, lots of it. The, the, the thing is that I'm mostly like, um, I've been quite good compared to the, some other bandmates when uh, when it comes to like my living situation. I've I have a roof above my head, which is really nice. So I did never really felt like I really had to fight. Um, I mean, if 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 there's no money, uh, I'd need like to get like a, a, a job on the side, uh, which I've had a couple of like jobs on the side just to keep me going. Uh, but I've been quite like lucky uh, the last. A uh, year or so, like two years or so, because I could do like some stuff that I liked, and um, um, I got some like funding, um, and I, I want I kind of like got nominated for this prize thing, and that also gave g- gave me like money to uh, get along for like another two three months. So I kind it's like month to month, kind of <laughs> looking how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been
0: playing music for quite a long time. You, you were in bands when you were a teenager. What was that situation like? Did, did, did music always come above school?
2: Yeah. So like um, the fir- uh, first time I started like putting out records with a, with a band was when I was uh, about 14 or something. Uh, and that was like the first band I was in that was signed to like a, a record label. And we did like a, a bunch of shows. And back then it was quite weird because we weren't allowed to play like more than 30 shows uh, every year. Uh, because it would be like considered child labor (laughs) so yeah like that it's just like in place so that to like protect children so like parents don't force them to (laughs) to work Um, that's
0: kind of that's kind of sad obviously but kind of funny
2: (laughs) yeah to me it was really funny yeah and i mean that that meant that we had to like pick which shows to play back then because we we got some pretty like nice reviews and stuff and it was all going pretty well for like a 14 year old band which was really cool um and like yeah back then i lived with my parents i did have some like jobs on the side some really shitty ones and um yeah i mean after that like after school because it was going so well uh, i also had this other band after that, that also that we were also like able to play like a, a bunch of shows um and then i kind of like I just wanted to go for the music thing, so uh kind of just stuck with that and uh, uh, like in situations, uh, I, I mean I, I've had like a couple of years with like no money at all, but uh, kind of just got by, which uh, I made it work, but it's like it's just not a very luxurious life, which I don't mind, to be honest.
0: And that's the trick, right? If that doesn't affect you, then it doesn't affect you, right? You don't have to think about it.
2: Exactly. It's like, uh, it was kind of like a no-brainer for me to like do the music thing and just keep going because uh, I thought I was quite good at it and I, I like to do it basically. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Great stuff. you got to back yourself, don't you? you got to believe in yourself. <laughs> When you when you were when you were leaving school, were there any hard decisions that you had to make about not taking a job that you wanted to do, or you know, hard decisions whether to you know stay where you are and you know, because there's compromise in everything, you know, even the things that you love most in life, there's always going to be compromises of of sorts.
2: Yeah, I mean, like the the biggest compromise is probably just like the the very. Uh, I mean, I just I just had a couple of, like, side jobs that I really disliked. That, that was, like, the biggest compromise because I, I did need, like, money to, to get by. Not a lot, again, but, like, I did need it. So yeah. I had to work, like, two, three times a week, um, uh, like, a, a, apart from the, the music thing, uh, to kind of get by. Yeah, I was, like... Um, did you say dishwasher because dishwasher yeah 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 because uh, when i was in england and i told people i was a dishwasher they, they were just laughing at me because i was
0: uh, like it's the machine
2: like referring to the machine washing dishes <laughs> when it comes to like the jobs i did get it was like very low uh, like it's what all the teenagers did like very uh i was also like a, a food delivery boy on a bicycle that stuff was quite easy to get like a job there because it didn't pay that much. And it was just like a really shitty job to do. They just needed people. They needed to beat the other, uh, the other companies doing the same thing. So they just, uh, went all in, I guess. So they just needed people. Same for the pot wash thing. I think it's quite easy to get a, like a pot wash job in the, in the Netherlands or in like Amsterdam at least. Yeah.
0: Was that, were those funny experiences? Did you meet some interesting people?
2: The most interesting thing to me was that I really needed money. Um, it was like you need for the job. You needed like a, a phone with like an application and a bicycle, and my phone was uh, like almost broken all the time, so it didn't work well. And I also uh, the same same uh, goes for my for my bicycle back then. So I was like using broken uh, broken stuff to to make money f- to fix my broken stuff, which didn't really work. Um, because I also needed like groceries and stuff. Yeah, it just paid really really shitty pay. So.
0: Do you feel like you're old enough to know that, you know, the experience you've had in your 20s and 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 until now that, you know, there's enough confidence there to be like, yeah, I'm fucking I'm doing the right thing. This is this is what I need to be doing.
2: Yeah, I guess. And if I want to stop, there's probably like uh, there's probably space left for me to like do something else within like the whole music realm, uh, which I would be super down to do. And I think that's that's a, a pretty n- uh good situation here in the Netherlands that there there there's uh enough people uh, like that that know me now because I've been doing like the music thing for like 10 years or something. So mm-hmm. there's probably like some place I could work. Um but yeah for now it's basically just uh blind <laughs> uh into the the band thing. Yeah. <laughs> have you got into
0: the production sides of things? Have you got behind the desk and setting up microphones and and editing, producing have have you got into that?
2: Yeah. I mean, um, like most of the, uh, rec- uh, uh, pretty much all recording for personal trainer I do with a guy called Cosper van der Lans. Uh, and he's like, he's like the sound nerd. He knows all about that stuff. Uh, I do, I do like, uh, produce for like other people do. That's like another side job that I've been doing like for the last year or so. Um, um, but, um, yeah, he's, he's mostly in charge of that because it's, 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 it's quite a big mess. I'm getting better, but it's a big mess when I try to produce a record. Uh,
0: Well, well, I think that I'm, I'm a big fan of like the holistic approach to making something, you know, not even worry or can be concerned about a bit of chaos. You know, that's, that's where the fun is for me. Same
2: goes for me. I'm, I'm all for chaos. Yeah.
0: You know, Big Love Blanket has such a great sound in in terms of the way that, you know, it has a real raw element to it, but it, but it, but it's all there. You can, you can kind of hear everything. Nice. There's that cliche of album reviews of being like, you know, when you're listening to it, it sounds like it could all fall apart at any moment. It has a bit of that, you know, can you, can you imagine yourself following that idea of, of producing records and making records like that for, I mean, like you say, you've been doing it for other bands in the last few years. Can you imagine, you know, doing more and more of that?
2: Definitely, I would be like super down to do that. That would be like a, a dream uh, part-time job. Like uh, apart from the the band itself, yeah, I, I would love to pr- produce more stuff. Yeah, I don't really know what uh, a producer is really, but uh, I would love to help people with uh, with records or like just not even help, but like uh, be a part of like uh, the makings of records that I uh, of bands that I really like or like uh, musicians, yeah.
0: The d- definition of a producer is fluid, right? As a producer, you could just, you could be the person in your presence, being in the room, hanging out. That could be a, a really kind of vital role that, that wasn't there, you know, it wouldn't be there if you weren't in the room.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's uh, the the guy uh, with whom I record the, uh, the personal trainer stuff, Casper. Uh, when I call him a producer, he, he tells me not to because he, he prefers the, the, the term like a sound technician or something. <laughs> he's, he's pretty strict about that.
0: <laughs> I, I would call myself a music journalist, but, but th- that phrase doesn't fill me with any idea. You yeah. know, there's nothing in that phrase that I think is cool. Yeah. you know what I mean
2: you just need to get like uh, something across right like you uh, just
0: need to do something you know I've got something that I want to do and yeah, you yeah. know and I don't really know why but i just got to do it and yeah. I, 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 re- 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 looking at interviews with authors you know it's almost like a condition that people have to write you, ca- <laughs> you just have to write you have to just fucking do it um, and you can see how that creates problems in life <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah definitely yeah 101
0: part yeah
2: i had this uh, like the, the the pot wash job i was on about earlier um i had this really really bad day it was also like i think one of the last days i worked there uh where first i dropped this uh whole pan of like uh oil they used for frying stuff um and that was a very slippery mess to clean um and then after that, they told me they didn't tell me in advance, and they were like uh, at the end of my shift, like, "Yeah, now we're gonna remove like part of the kitchen." So they took out uh, with like seven people. We we like kind of like um, it was a very small kitchen. It was like two by two or something, and uh, we had to like lift like this kitchen block in a really uh, complex manner out of the kitchen. Uh, it was all really small and really tight. And then uh, they were like, "Yeah, and now you clean what's underneath," and it was just like. It was like a layer like this of like dead mice and, and, and mice boo. It was really, really bad. Uh, I was always quite nervous at work, quite like shy and quiet. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll clean it. And then I was doing it for like, I guess, like 30 seconds. And I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> doing this. And then I kind of just got out. Uh, and I was probably like the, I think I worked there like one more afternoon. And then I kind of quit because it was just too too damn nasty.
0: <laughs> too gross.
2: Yeah. Great.
0: Thank you so much, Willem. I mean, is, you know, talking about this conversation, because I think it is a big one that, you know, I think a few years ago, people in bands might not want to talk about the reality of it, I suppose, because it's not very sexy sometimes. You know, it's like, it's the day-to-day shit. It's the boring emails. It's the traffic jams. It's mm-hmm. the, the hurry up and wait routine. I mean, in this conversation, is, is, are there, is there anything, you know, anything you'd want to say or kind of any any comment on it you know in the future <clears throat> how we can do better you know maybe advice for younger bands today
2: to be honest i'm i'm, I'm i myself I'm really just figuring stuff out uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like every day is just like uh, okay here we go uh, let's try another day um and i have i have no no advice for anyone to be honest um <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big mess myself, so I'm just uh, figuring it out as I go. Um, uh, sorry to all the young bands <laughs> that need advice or something. Yeah.
0: Great, thank you so much Willem, that's funny. You're great. You. <laughs> so there was Willem from Personal Trainer. Cheers for listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs. There've been so many amazing episodes this year. I've I've gone back and had a look and I'm really proud, really happy, really thankful that people are being up for interviewed on this people are being up for listening so a massive hand to you thank you so much i don't really ask but if you listen to this show enough if you wouldn't mind going and reviewing and rating to be honest i'm not so convinced myself how much that does but it seems like that's one way to support this show i'll be back next year with a new episode weekly on tuesdays i'll see you then have a good rest of 2022 here's Cox Barra.
1: I've been working all day for me, mate, on the side, running around like a blue arse fly. I've been working, yeah, I've been working all day for me, mate. Everything me, I've been on the go. Up and down the ladder, like a friend's help, I've been working, yeah, I've been working all day for me,
2: mate.
0: This is a Mighty Moon Media Podcast.